You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 14 minutes after 9, South African time. It's a beautiful Thursday night, Thursday evening. The night of Laylatul Jumu'ah. Yes, the 19th of Rajab, 14. 44 and yes 41 days left for the holy blessed month of ramadan let me just repeat it again 41 days left for the holy blessed month of ramadan my beloved listeners of uh, um Marka sahaba the voice of ahlul sunnah wal jamaa before we cross it uh, we cross over to our beloved teacher senior respected Honorable Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Malana Salim Karim, Dhamad Barakatum from Ladiesmith. Our topic this evening is on natural disasters. You know what's happening in Turkey, my wonderful listeners. You can, you know what's happening in uh, in Libya, in Lebanon, in Syria, in Palestine, my beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba. So we're going to sp- be speaking this evening about uh, the signs of Kiamat. Can we say those are the signs of Kiamat, Ustad? Can we say that... Uh, uh, can we ask ourselves what preparations have we made for our mini qiyamat? That is what? That is mot. Mot. What preparations have me and you made, my beloved listeners of Merkaz Sahaba? So inshallah, we're going to be speaking uh, about what's happening in Turkey. Is it because of our gunas? Is it because of our sins? I know this morning there was a question that came in, Ustad. Uh, do we have Mulana Salim Karim? Yes, uh, there, was well, a, uh, Ustad, there was a question that came in this, uh, this morning on As-Safina to Ilal Jannah uh, to our dearest Mulana Salim Karim. Do you think it's a punishment because of the World Cup? Because of the Turkey soccer team, they were dancing, they were drinking, Zina was taking place, intermingling was taking place, anonymous sister. But Ustad, let's welcome you to the program, the discussion. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Ustad. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Mulana ahlan wa sahlan wa marhaban to you and our esteemed listeners, Dosto, Azizo, Fakiro. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each one of us afiyat. Allah ta'ala grant us protection. And Allah ta'ala protect us from instant death. Marna sabkuhe. We all have to leave this world. Lekin mot se pehle mot ki tayari karo. Allah Pak is giving you and me, Mulana, every day a grace hoping that Banda will change for the better. So the one dua that you and I should make to Allah, Ki Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min mawtil fuja'a. Allah, Allah protect me Ameen. from instant and sudden death. We all have to go. So, Mwana, inshallah, we'll deal with that. I saw a letter from the ambassador of Turkey mm. requesting the Muslim brothers and sisters in South Africa and thanking us for our response, speedily response, immediate response. And the humble appeal from the people of Turkey, Syria, is to engage in dua for the people who are suffering. Mm. That's what we can contribute if we cannot be physically present to assist in disaster relief. The greatest gift that you and I can send and offer is nothing but dua. So, the ambassador of Turkey has asked the ulama, the huffaz, the general public hmm. of South Africa, brothers and sisters, make dua to Allah Ta'ala for their afiyat, their welfare, their well-being. Allah make it easy for the families who have lost deceased ones. Hmm. Millions or thousands injured, they're still searching for people who, cr- who crumbled and those who disappeared in those buildings. Mm. It's a massive task. It will take days, maybe weeks. Yeah, and we don't know by the time they reach them whether they'll be alive or not. Only Allah Ta'ala knows. Yeah, Allah. So, Allahumma inni a'udhu bika min mawtil fuja'a. Oh Allah, safeguard me, protect me from instant death. Ameen. 
sudden death. So, as it is our tariqah, Mulana, we would love to recite the rule Islam on the Prophet And thereafter, we make dua for our brothers and sisters in Turkey, in Syria, or wherever they are in Palestine, in Afghanistan, Kashmir, wherever there's tragedies, Mm. Suffering of the Muslim Ummah. We are one united family, Mulana. Mm. You know, if you have a, a pain or a thorn that is stuck in your finger and is turning septic, to take that thorn out is such a relief. But as long as that thorn is there in the flesh, your whole body is feverish, your whole body is in pain. Mm. So if one Muslim brother or sister is suffering anywhere in the world. It's our duty as the Ummah of Rasulullah to make dua for them. Don't treat this dua something that is of less importance. Because sometimes Allah, while you are seated in your own house, Allah Ta'ala can destroy you. sahi. <laughs> Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry in happiness. Or sometimes we laugh and we cry in somebody's misfortune. Good, Allah destroyed them. Good, this happened to them. Good. Mm. This is our thinking. So, a shayari is saying, Ki ee wale aak, zara dek to sahi. Oh, that eyes that is shedding tears of happiness. Look properly. Ghor se dekho. Ye ghar jo beharaha hai. This house that is being washed away. Ye kai tera ghar na ho. Most probably it's your house. You're laughing at others. See what has happened to you. So, the point is, I think somebody asked Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala, the mother of the ummah, Mm. What is the reason? What is the reason for Allah Ta'ala sending earthquakes and disaster? And she replied so beautifully. He said, when the Ummah, the spread of zina in the Ummah, one. Number two, the drinking of wine and liquor becomes the order and the norm of the day. And thirdly, music. Look how advanced people are in the music industry. Billions of dollars are spent. Most sophisticated equipment. And see the damage, as Rasulullah said, music generates hypocrisy in the heart, like how water grows a green grass, mafum of the hadith. So Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala said, one of the reasons why Allah Park is sending this earthquakes, number one is the spread of zina. Every form of zina is haram. <laughs> you may be not physically doing or committing zina, but all the extras that lead to zina, somewhere along the line we are involved, most of us. That's the same guna that you get, as if like you are committing physical zina, and we treat it lightly. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us. وَمَا أَصَابَكُمْ مِن مُصِيبَةٍ فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ وَيَعْفُوا أَنْ كَثِيرٌ Whatever tragedy, test or trial you are inflicted with, فَبِمَا كَسَبَتْ أَيْدِيكُمْ It's your own action. Indeed. Our own actions, Mulana. But Allah Ta'ala says, وَيَعْفُوا أَنْ كَثِيرٌ Allah Ta'ala says, I'm غفور الرحيم. I will forgive you. Allah Ta'ala grant us tawfiq. And as I said, we have to recite Durood and Salam and then make dua for the marhoms and then we can proceed with our questions. Hmm.
الحمد إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على روح سيدنا محمد في الأرواح وصل على جسد سيدنا محمد في الأجساد وصل على قبر سيدنا محمد في القبور اللهم صل على محمد في الأولين وصل على محمد في الآخرين وصل على محمد إلى يوم الدين اللهم لك الحمد كما أنت أهل فصل على محمد كما أنت أهل وفعل بنا ما أنت أهل فإنك أهل التقوى وأهل المغفرة اللهم صل على محمد أفزل سلواتك اللهم صل على محمد بعدد كل داء ودواء اللهم صل على محمد كلما ذكره الذاكرون وكلما غفل عن ذكره الغافلون ربنا لا تواخذنا إن نسينا أو أخطأنا ربنا ولا تحمل علينا إصرا كما حملته على الذين من قبلنا ربنا ولا تحملنا ما لا طاقة لنا به واعف عنا واغفر لنا وارحمنا أنت مولانا فانصرنا على القوم الكافرين وانا when we make him to Alex all of us are listening out say Amin loudly Ya Allah انصرنا فإنك خير الناصرين يا Allah وافتح لنا فإنك خير الفاتحين يا الله واغفر لنا فإنك خير الغافرين يا الله وارحمنا فإنك خير الراحمين يا الله وارزقنا فإنك خير الرازقين يا الله واحفظنا فإنك خير الحافظين يا الله واهدنا ونجنا من القوم الظالمين اللهم اغفرهم وارحمهم وسكنهم في الجنة اللهم اغفرهم وارحمهم واكرمهم في الجنة اللهم اجعل قبرهم روضة من رياض الجنة 
then a khadima that you're requesting of me. Can I teach you? Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah is in tears. This is Rasulullah's lovely daughter, as we say. Beloved daughter, most loved, most cared, most treasured. She is doing her duty with her bare hands to serve her husband and her children. She requests for a khadim and a khadima, and this is what Rasulullah said, Betty, can I give you something far more better than a khadima? And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Ya tum dono bishnar par jau. You and Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala, before you go to bed, read 33 times, subhanallah, 33 times, alhamdulillah, and 34 times, Allahu Akbar. Ya tum dono ke le khadim se better. This is a better gift to you and to Hazrat Ali. Then a khadim. Respected brothers, this great fazilat of tasbih fatimi. Many of us neglected after fajr namaz, we just rush out of the masjid. Or at home, we reading our namaz haphazardly, some of us. We don't know what we are missing out. We don't know the spiritual strength of tasbih fatimi. Hafiz ibn Taymiyyah, rahmatullah, said, that whoever will recite Tasbih Fatimi continuously, all his difficult work that he does, the, the tiredness and the pain, Allah will take it away. We work so hard. We have people working in different industries, in the building industry, carpentry industry, dwelling industry. It's hard work, solid work. If they not sitting in an office with a computer, with the aircon on, no, 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 it's physical work. It's sweating. Gee, lots of injuries to the hand. So, Hafiz ibn Taymiyyah rahmatullah said, whoever shall read this continuously, all difficult work and tiredness, we all feel exhausted by the evening. We want to sleep, we want to rest. But inshallah, together with all your other askar, and Salah that you read, your Isha Salah, your Nafils, the last thing before you go to bed, just read it. It won't take you more than three minutes. Allahul Azim, Allah will take away the tiredness, the ache and pain in your body. Allahu Akbar. May Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq. Use this not only for your housework, whatever difficulties you are facing in life. Read this Bihifatini. And then see what Allah gives to you. And one day Rasulullah... No, 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 no. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And I just see the questions are coming in on 084-786-313. Ustad, are you back with me? Uh, okay, let's try again, inshallah, to see if our beloved, honorable, respected Fadilatul Ustad. And don't tell me it's load sharing. Ustad, are you there? Gee, I'm back, Malana. I'm not sure what happened. Gee, Ustaz, you are saying Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, Ustaz? Gee, alhamdulillah, Malana, as I'm saying, Tasbih Fatimi is such a great wazifa and such a great dua. That inshallah, if we practice on it, Allah will take away all the hardship, difficulty, tiredness, pain, ache, or whatever difficulty you got, Malana. Allah knows your need. Allah Pak knows what's in your heart. Allah knows your pain. Allah Pak says, you will find me by those whose hearts are broken in the munkasiratul kuloob. Allah Pak says, you go there, you'll find me. When somebody is crying, somebody is sobbing, somebody is begging Allah for forgiveness, somebody is humbling themselves. Allah Pak says, you'll find me there. <laughs> but see what Rasulullah said to Hazrat. Fatima radiallahu ta'ala. It's a warning for all of us, Mulana. It doesn't mean, Mulana, that Alhamdulillah, you Hafizul Quran, I'm Hafizul Quran, you Alim, I'm Alim. My family, my children will get automatically entry into Jannah. Mm-hmm. I think there's a misconception out there. There's this great fazilat and reward that a Hafiz will intercede 
for seven or ten or even more of his family members on whom Jahannam was wajib. But because you have a Hafizul Quran in that home, Allah Ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah will give them the opportunity to intercede and ask for forgiveness. So Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Oh my beloved daughter, Hadrat Fatima, Oh my aunt, Ya Safiya, Radiallahu Ta'ala, Ask me whatever you want in this world. I'll give it to you. <laughs> but I will not be able to help you in the Akhirat. The only thing that's going to help you in your Akhirat is your own personal deeds and amals. Ask me whatever you want in this world. I'll give it to you. But when it comes to your Akhirat, I'm Allah's Nabi. I'm Rahmatul Lil Alameen. I'm Nabiyu Tawbah. SubhanAllah, I was looking at one another beautiful quality of Rasulullah. Mm. As we say, Rasulullah is Rahmatul Lil Alameen. See? One of the beautiful titles of Rasulullah. Nabiyu Tawbah. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to make a lot of Tawbah. A lot of istighfar. So Rasulullah is saying to his own family members, Gee, do what you want. Ask me what you want. Mm. For the akhirat, you'll have to be on your own. So Malana, that's why I, I put that question to you. This mini qiyamah that Allah is going to put you and me, every one of us. Kullu nafsin za'ikatul maut. Every one of us. Malana, the taste of death is so bitter. Yallah. That it will last forever and ever. We don't know. That's why Allah Pak used the word Kullu nafsin When you taste something that is sweet, that taste lingers in your mouth, on your tongue for a long time. And if it's bitter, it's even worse, Mulana. It's a real problem. But for my case, the taste of death is far more severe that you have never, ever tasted something that is so bitter. Mm. But if you are, amals and good deeds are up to standard, Allah will make your death easy. So, Malana, why? What is this disaster all about? You ask the question. For my kid, disaster teaches us humility. You can have the most sophisticated equipment, professionals, and personnel, as everybody brags, you know, America, Russia, France, all these people, we are the superpowers. Mm. One second, Allah destroys everything. Hak. Gee, all your power, all your might, and all your fakhar, as Firaun said, Ana rabbukum ala. Gee, as I think, who was it? One of the presidents, said to the Afghanistan Mujahideen, mm-hmm. we'll pull you out from every hole in the mountain. Allah destroyed him and Allah gave him the most horrible death. Mm-hmm. See? So, Firaun said the same thing. That nobody can touch me. I'm Rab, I'm Allah. Worship me. The whole world wants us to follow them. Khud gumrah, dusro ko bhi gumrah. And Allah gave us Siratul Mustaqeem. Allah gave us the Quran. Allah gave us Rahmatul Alameen. What better gift you and I can ever ask Allah? Raditu billahi rabbahu wa bil islami deena wa bi muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam rasoolahu wa nabiya. So, what does disaster teach us? It teaches us humility. Sometimes it takes a natural disaster to reveal a social disaster. Mm. What did I say earlier on, Mulana, when Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala was asked the question, what invites earthquake? Why does Allah send this punishment? Mm. What is the three things? Zina, wine, and music. Sure. These are the three, three main factors that invites the curse, the wrath, and azabun alim, painful azab. With this become rife in the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So sometimes it takes a natural disaster to reveal 
a social disaster. Look at our social life, Molana. What are we doing? What are the youth doing? What are the men doing? What are the women doing? No fear for Allah. We are so determined to feed our nafs and please our nafs at the expense of our iman and akhirat. What a sad business deal. No. See? Any disaster is a learning process. Mm. Allah says to, to us in the Quran, Every time Hadrat Nu, Hadrat Lut, Hadrat Sari, Hadrat Shuaib, Hadrat Musa, ji, when Allah sent azab and punishment, mm. what did Allah Ta'ala says? Fa'atabiru ya'ulil absar. Take heed. We are not learning from the mistakes of the previous umams. We're following them, we're following them step by step. Haq Ustad. And Allah Ta'ala warned us, but we're not taking heed. If we lose our hope in Allah, that's our real disaster. Yaqeen in Allah is lacking in us. If we lose our hope in Allah, that's our real disaster. So come back to Allah. Allah Ta'ala, make it easy for all of us. I'm not sure we have, we have a few questions to take. But I guess I'll be in, in passing. Mm. Let me show this so that inshallah Allah Ta'ala make it easy for us. Mm. Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. There's a beautiful hadith also. Let me share it to you, Murana. Do you that? Hazrat Akbar ibn Amir radiallahu ta'ala narrates that Rasulullah said to him, Ya Akbar ibn Amir, should I not tell you about the best morals in this world and the year after? What a beautiful... Sometime when Hudu sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would give nasiha, Rasulullah mm. would do it in such a loving way. He would draw the full attention. Rasulullah asked him, Shall I not tell you about the best morals in this world and the year after? He said, Jiya Rasulullah, please tell me. What did Rasulullah say? What is good akhlaq? It is to connect with those who cut off ties with you. Mm-hmm. This is also another reason for Allah's azab and calamity falling on the ummah. We are disunited. We're not one body. We're not one ummah. We have broken up. We have split. It is to connect with those who cut off ties with you. If only we can make peace, we can reconnect. It will bring back Allah's mercy in us. Number two, to give to those who forbid you. When I'm angry with you, I won't give you one cent. Mm. Before you and I were best of friends, something happened between us, you asked me for any help, I turn you down. Mm. What did Rasulullah said? Give to those who deprive you. And thirdly, Forgive those who have wronged you. What great akhlaq this is, brother. When is the ummah going to realize that these are three important things, which is so, as Rasulullah said, gee, should I not tell you the best of morals? There are many morals, there's a lot of akhlaq, but the greatest of akhlaq is what? Is to mend ties with those who break ties with you. Ya Allah. Mm. To give to those who forbid you, or forbade you. And thirdly, to forgive those who have wronged you. Now watch, Mulana, 14th of February is coming. Those who sell roses and flowers and flowers, Mulana, they're going to make gold money. This is the Akira belief. These are the rituals of pagans who believe in kufr and shirk. <laughs> and our Muslims will sell these items. Our Muslims, not all, some of us, we won't buy those items. Do you want to get married? Go speak to your parents and say, I'm now ready for nikah. And Rasulullah gave us a beautiful formula, Tuntahul Mar'u Li 
marry a woman because of four qualities. Number one, because of her beauty, because of her wealth, or because of her family, or because of her piety and moral and character. Straightforward, simple procedure. You're interested in getting married, performing nikah? Rasulullah said, if somebody comes to your door and his akhlaq and manners are impeccable, uh, good, don't turn down that proposal. Otherwise, you're opening a door of great fitna and facade. So you're going to see on the 14th of February, people are waiting, excited. There's going to be some movement in the air. Love is in the air. We yeah, heard you last year, Marana. Love is in the air. Mm. And the same love will take you to Jahannam, mm. where you'll rock forever. If you want to do it the halal way, get married. You can't control your nafs and desire, then inshallah, approach your parents, boy or girl. That Abba, Ammi, I'm now ready for marriage. If I'm not going to get married soon, I may involve myself in zina, and I want Allah to protect me and say, God, talk about it. We talk about every other thing. We go to our parents for proposals, for mashura. Gee, I want to do this. I want to do that. Mom, what do you say, Dad? What do you have to say? And when it comes to your personal nikah, your, your, your chastity, your sharam, and your haya and modesty, you're ducking from your parents. Gee, having secret boyfriends and girlfriends, Gee, doing all haram things behind the scene, wearing the Islamic garb. Mm. This is the sad part, Molana. This is the sad part that, mashallah, we leave home in the car and hijab. Gee, and once you jump into the car, everything is thrown out. Gee, is this isku doka there? Who are you trying to keep? Allah Ta'ala is alim on So Islam is a pure religion. Islam is a natural religion, Molana. If you want to get married, Allah has given you the sunnah tariqa. An-nikahu sunnatul anbiya. Na'azam al-nikah barakatan aysuruhu ma'una. The most prosperous nikah is the nikah in which the least expenses incur. So may Allah Ta'ala protect us. Mm. Let us all make istighfar. And if you want Allah to protect you from earthquake, what dua must you read? Read the same surah. Surah number 99. Iza zulzilatil ardu zilzalaha. وَأَخْرَجَتِ الْأَرْضُ أَسْقَالَهَا وَقَالَ الْإِنسَانُ مَا لَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ تُحَدِّثُ أَخْبَارَهَا بِأَنَّ رَبَّكَ أَوْحَى لَهَا يَوْمَئِذٍ يَصْدُرُ النَّاسُ أَسْتَاتًا لِيرَوْا أَعْمَالَهُمْ فَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ إِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ خَيْرًا يَرَهُ وَمَنْ يَعْمَلْ إِثْقَالَ ذَرَّةٍ شَرًّا يَرَهُ if you are in a place, in a country, or in a region where these types of activities take place, Allah Rabbul Alameen will protect you. I see somebody, somebody says here, Tell Mulana Salim Karim, the schools, they encourage Valentine's Day from a very young age. They must wear red and white Ustad. As I said to you, choose the best teacher, teach the best, choose the best institute, where Islamic values are instilled. See, this is the sad part, Mulana. Who is in that governing body? Is there an alim to guide? Yes, and when it comes to circular education, Alhamdulillah, we have professors, we have the best advisors, consultants. But why when it comes to Islamic matters, see, we take it in our own hands and we do what we think is right? As Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the Quran is I'm leaving two things behind. One is the Quran and the Sunnah. As long as you follow it, you'll never go astray and Allah will keep you on Sirat al So Mulana, if we are in an Islamic school situation, these types of activities must never ever be discussed and ever brought to the, to the children. Now the, the teacher of the class is making them draw a heart and put an arrow through the heart. See? My Valentine's. What are we instilling into the heart of that masoom innocent child? Katarika of Kufar. If we want to teach at the Islamic school, the syllabus, the morals, the Islamiyat, 
should put everything in proper Islamic. Why can't we offer them the best solution? In Islam, when you want to love somebody, give a gift to them. You make salam to them. Smile at your Muslim brother. Share your lunch or share whatever you have with your Muslim brother. Make salam to each other. There's such other ways of, inshallah, bringing love and muhabbat and creating love. Do we have to follow the kuffar? Disaster upon disaster. Ask those who got married like that, Qur'ana. Hmm. Those marriages lasted. This love marriages that we talk about. Take the boy and girl and elope and run. Ma'abab ko bhi naraz, Allah ko bhi naraz. When Islam gave us a simple formula, Mulana, as I said to you, Ya ma'ashara shabab, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Oh young people, manistata min kumulba. Those of you who have the means to marry, fal yata zawwaj. It's wajib and compulsory for you to get married. You do your homework today, do some introspection. Am I now ready for marriage? Ask yourself, whether you're a girl, you're a lady, or you're a man or a boy. Malana, do some introspection tonight. And raise your hands and say, Let me give you a zipa. That Allah give me a good partner. Allah gives me a good partner. You think Allah will accept your dua on this Mubarak night of Jum'ah? Definitely. So why do we have to follow the Pukhbar? when we have such a beautiful deen, which is according to the Qur'an and Sunnah. Ji Subhanallah. Ustad, we've got about uh, five minutes uh, left. Maybe uh, Ustad could uh, give our beloved brothers and sisters out there. Uh, I see somebody somebody sent this question. Let me just read it out quickly, Ustad. Um, and it says, uh, uh, it says, uh, Tell Mulana Salim Karim you could be living comfortably with no financial hardship and all of a sudden you may be a recipient of zakat funds. That's what's happening in Turkey, Ustad. Yes, Mulana, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can turn the table. That is why I told mm. you, I think this means this morning's discussion. Gee, Ustad. If somebody comes to your door and the mafum of the hadith, even that person is riding on a horse. No, no. A horse is a very beautiful animal. Rasulullah said, after women to the medium of nikah, that is most beloved to me, is horses. Hmm. So Rasulullah is an animal that's got beauty. Have you seen a horse? Have you ever ridden a horse? It is a jeep animal. Allah created it. It's got its own beauty. You look at the forehead and you look at the feet and the legs. See how Allah designed the pattern. You can look at the tail of a horse. You look at the mane of the horse. Subhanallah, Allah has kept absolute beauty in a horse. So, Rasulullah if a person comes on a horse and he is in difficulty, don't look at him externally and say, but this man came with a horse. He can afford a horse. And now he's asking for the car. Mm. So many of us in this flood that went by, Malana, in that rising that went by. Overnight, Mulana, we became indebted because one of the categories of zakat is al-ghalimina, that those who are indebted, Mulana, you lost stock worth 10 million, 50 million, 100 million. We're not even talking about 100 stock. The person has got only the clothes that he's wearing. Mm. For that temporary <laughs> moment, Sharia would allow you to help him till he is on his feet just to get him off the ground. Ask the ulama for fatwa, of tisabis, they ask him, Ji. So, don't look at people when they come to your door asking for help. Mm. You don't want to give them, as I said, send them off politely. No problem. And I cannot at this moment help you. Make us ma'am Allah salam easy for Don't ever sway somebody. Don't physically handle somebody. And don't just, just give me a, a two rand, Mulana. What can you buy for two rand? Yeah, Let's be honest, Mulana. Look at, just look at how many Allah has given to us. Thousands of rand. For the pleasure of Allah, I'm giving two rand. One fifty cent. Mulana, I've seen how many beggars. They threw it. Mm. They threw that fifty rand into the, that fifty cents in the yard. There was a great worry of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He gave a beautiful example. He said, you know, 
there was a person, a Gharib person went to a rich man's house. Mm. So the people of the house just gave him a little bit of flour, atta, and sent him away. So he went home, he brought one chopper and came. He came and he started knocking the door down, chopping the door down. The owner of the house came and said, what are you doing? He says, no, nothing. I'm trying to teach you a lesson. Gee, look how rich you are. What a big house you are. And look what measure you're giving to me. Is this how you give? So what I'm saying, Morana, don't turn anybody away. Give them so that at least they can buy a loaf of bread. Morana, how much is a loaf of bread? 15 rand? Gee, now they're making a little cheaper bread. Maybe you'll get it for 12 rand. Morana, you're giving somebody 2 rand. You don't know that the whole family is starving. There's no food in that house. Imagine if you gave that 15 rand or 20 rand. Or you got two loaves of bread in your house. To go off, to give it to the dogs. Yes, somebody came. We'll give you du'as, inshallah. So what I'm saying, let us be generous. Give according to our status and our means. If Allah has given me a lot of wealth, what will it cost if I give a 50 rand or a 20 rand? I always say to people, sometimes in the supermarket, I do it sometimes myself. I see an old lady. She's taking out all the two cents and one cent she collected. And she's trying to pay for a bread and a, and a, and a, and a liter of milk. I just say to the cashier, mm-hmm. let her go take the money from me. I'm not trying to boast here. I'm trying to say, Whoever you made happy unexpectedly, Allah shall give you Jannah. So sometimes, be generous. Allah will never give you an opportunity. Wallahi, Malana, a time will come before Qiyamah. There'll be so much of wealth in this world that people will be standing and begging, please take my zakah, please take my yeah, zakah. Wow. They'll come and beg you. And they will say, no, I can't take your zakah. I'm looking for somebody who I can give my zakah. Yeah, and today when Allah has given you the categories, eight categories in the Quran, that we don't want to do the hard work, and make the qurbani and look for the, the correct recipient so that we are content that whoever we are giving it to, alhamdulillah, are the right category of people and I'm getting the maximum. Mm. Ustad, somebody, somebody is asking, uh, so say if I don't want to send my zakat to the people of Turkey or I don't want to help them to the people of Turkey, I want to help the people, the poor people here in South Africa. Will I get a cent for it, Ustad? No, Mulana, you should, inshallah, the charity begins at home. Indeed. Mulana, it's also in, right in my neighborhood or your neighborhood. There may be somebody, some orphan, some widow, some divorcee. Mulana, people are out of a job. But because of shyness, they won't ask. The Amir of the town, you know, Mulana, we have Amir of the Jamaat, we have Amir, we have the Ulama. The Sunnah, you know, the Tariqa is that. Every town should have an organization that has the names of all the Muslims living in that town or in that area. And they should be categorized. Inshallah, this is a child, this is an orphan, this is a widow, this is a divorcee. So that, inshallah, we can take care. Yes, charity begins at home. And if the person feels that, alhamdulillah, my, my neighbors and my own country and the people that are suffering here need it more, we cannot say more or less, Mawlana. It's where the necessity is. Inshallah, give your charity. But mm-hmm. I think if Allah has given you extra, also think of our brothers in the different countries, in the different situations, Mawlana. That is priority. Because immediate food is required. Here there's death, there's destruction. Mawlana, we need to put our money with our mouth. This is important. So, they are trying their best. They're looking for equipment to pick up those huge boulders and, and concrete pieces. They're searching. They're digging. Morana, they, we have to, our hearts go out there. So if you ask Morana for an opinion, I'm not giving you a fatwa. I think right now, yes, we will allocate an X amount of money for our local uh, projects, inshallah. But the bulk of it, which is now important, inshallah, send it to Turkey and send it to Syria to help our brothers and sisters who are going through a very, very difficult time. Hmm. It brings tears to your eyes. That yeah, today wow. I'm sleeping on a very wonderful bed, a hot cup of tea, hmm. a hot cup of soup. Those poor children haven't eaten anything. What about those who are trapped under the rubble? Under, under the rubble, Malana? Hmm. They haven't eaten for days now. You think they'll be alive in the next few days? We don't know. Yeah, so, Allah. where there is a priority, 
मौका और माहौल तलाश करो दर्चुनिटी द राइट अपॉर्चुनिटी विच इज रिक्वायर्ड राइट नाउ वट्स द नेसेसिटी एंड द नीड ऑफ द आवर गो दे एंड पुट योर मनी दैट्स द राइट थिंग टू डू Four minutes after ten, Ustad, we're going to leave it there, inshallah. Uh, I see many, many listeners are also making dua, Ustad, for the people of Turkey. We should spend this whole night, Mawlana, trying to Allah for them. See, because tomorrow somebody will make dua for you. You make dua for somebody today. Some person who doesn't know, Mawlana, you and I know very well. There are thousands of our listeners who listen to us who have never seen us. We have never met them, mm-hmm. but every day they're getting up at the Hajjud time and crying for us, making du'a for Marqas Sahaba, the Mustisab, yourself, and all the people mm-hmm. who are involved with Marqas Sahaba. We don't know them, but we have this Ruhani family taalluk, this unity that we have. This bond is very spiritual. Gee, I haven't seen them. We haven't seen some of our listeners who wish to meet us and see us. But Alhamdulillah, every day they're giving us du'a, Bara. So sometimes the du'a. The absence of a person is more accepted by Allah. So mm-hmm. let's spend this night making du'a for them, Ameen. and inshallah asking Allah for hafiyat. And don't forget to make du'a for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful words of advice there from our beloved senior teacher, Fadilatul Ustad, Hazrat Mawlana Salim Karim. Yeah, it's a wake-up call. Indeed, it is a wake-up call for all of us, my wonderful listeners of Marakas Sahaba, uh, the voice of Ahlul Sunnah, well, Jama'ah. Well, I leave you, I leave you with this, and uh, I said it this morning as well, that um, return to Allah... Uh, my beloved listeners of As-Safina to Ilal Jannah. I said it this morning, and um, Hazrat Mulana Salim Karim also said it this morning. Turn to Allah before you return to Allah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept uh, all our good deeds. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us, protect our iman, protect our izzat. And uh, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us be prepared for things like this. I see somebody saying, uh, somebody saying, I don't think this will ever happen in South Africa, Ustad, because we give a lot of charity. How true is that, Ustad? Well, definitely the wrath of Allah will not come to us as long as we give charity for the mm. pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Mm. The only thing that can save us, yes, is istighfar, tawbah, mm. and charity. So it will never come. That's the word never. We must never use. Yeah, we, exactly. We Allah mustn't say never, sir. Yes. yes. Definitely Allah does as He wants. <laughs> If Allah wills it, you can do what you want the whole world. Put the heaviest of weights onto this earth and thinking that earthquake won't come. Allah shook just for one minute. <laughs> so the word never, we must not use that. Because in Allah Allah kulli shayin qadir Allah has power over everything. In Allah fa'alu lima yurid whatever Allah desires He will do. Fi amani la usala salam alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Seven minutes after ten South African time we're going to leave you there something to think to think about it my beloved listeners of Marakas Sahaba see you guys tomorrow morning same time same place on our program As-Safina to Ilal Jannah from myself and of course our engineer brother Lekolo Allahumma ahdina wahdibina wahdina sajami'a Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh